This is Bedside, a podcast series on a mission to debunk sex. I'm your host, Tatiana, and each week we'll uncover stories, ideas, routines, and expert information to help guide you on your ever-evolving journey of good sex. We believe that through democratizing sexual wellness, we can shift cultural taboos and make way for authentic and limitless access to pleasure, joy, and connection to the body. Hey everyone, and welcome to another week of quickies. So today I want to chat about reclaiming your energy and your inner intuition. So I'm not going to lie, things have been not super easy. I think that on some level, we can all agree with this. Our world is collectively grieving right now. Grieving a former life, former routine, former freedom. Grieving for those who are showing up every day, for the survival of others. There's really a collective traumatic experience happening. And we're all breathing through it together and living through it together in different ways. And so sometimes and frequently, I have to remind myself that I'm in grief too, that regardless of your standing, your privilege, where you need to show up, on some level, everyone is grieving right now, and there's no trajectory for it. It's messy, it's cyclical, at times it feels like an angry toddler throwing itself between fits of joy and tantrum, that's right, I feel like a child again, I'm uncertain of my feelings, I'm delicate to break, but I'm swift to rise back up again. The other day, I found myself wondering why some of my pleasure practices weren't working. Why they weren't doing the job like they had in the past. And I realized that while I'm in such great transformation, I'm equally in such great trauma. And my old practices are not in the right frame of context to serve me. So again, I found myself in the depths of frustration and anger, knowing that my only way through those feelings was to surrender, to release, and to give a massive hug and congratulations to myself for just showing up day after day. So I'm here to remind you that your emotions, however they come, are not shameful or different. I'm here to remind you that you have a choice to surrender and to release overfighting and resisting. And you have every right to reclaim your energy. And this message came to me in such a strong way. Reclaiming your connection to self, reclaiming your sense of self. And that's something that no one can rob you of, not even a pandemic. And that if you lean into your choice to connect again and again and again, you're unstoppable. So, Reclaiming my energy and my connection to self has taken an entire reframing. I had a moment of concern and I was wondering if the things that had brought me joy and healing and those practices, if they would ever come back, right? Because I've been feeling so out of touch and I'm feeling like they haven't been working. And then I realized that I've actually done this before. I've 
been here and so have you. The only reason that I have the know-how is because I've walked this walk many times, reclaiming and reframing my pleasures and joys. I'll share a quick story. I used to be a competitive runner. It was in high school, and it was my pure joy to just get outside, travel terrain, and rely on my meditative breath to take my body to a whole different energy field. But it wasn't always like this. If anyone has done competitive sports, it's intense. And performance anxiety stayed with me long after my competition days. And with a combination of other things happening in my life, running actually became my enemy. And that was probably for about two years. Where running was once a cure-all for anything that was going on in my life, I could just hit the road and clear my head, I would quite literally go on runs and black out. And it was later determined by my beloved therapist as panic attacks. During that time, I couldn't even go to a yoga class without having to leave the room and experience the same level of panic. And so I was wondering if I'd ever get back to my love of movement. But what ultimately clicked for me was reframing my means and my context for movement. I had to go deeper than what a world of track and field coaches had told me, and I had to get to my personal why. My why no longer was to hit a certain time or beat the girl behind me. My why had to shift from performance ideals to the ideals that I actually care about, which is mental health, my well-being, my peace of mind, getting outside and experiencing nature. That's my spirituality. And when I tapped into that, that became the absolute magic of my practice. And now I have running back. It took a lot, a lot of work, but that is my spirit in my practice. My practice can't be defined by anybody but myself. And I want you to take that with you, that if you're feeling out of sorts and like your old tools and your old pleasures and joys aren't working for you, we have the opportunity to reframe our whys. And the best thing about it is that you can change and manipulate your why Anytime you can add things on, drop things, switch it up some days, rewind, reverse engineer your pleasure exactly how you please. And if there's anything I feel like I'm learning from the redefining of space and time and feelings during COVID, it's that we're going to actually take these lessons and ideals far beyond the pandemic. I know that we have been defining new territory and a lot of people have been using this pandemic to create boundaries, but I think we're going to take these hard times as transformation and we're actually going to take these boundaries and values that are floating to the surface just now and they're not going to disappear once this pandemic passes. Take this shift and pivoting and reframing and reclaiming as your birthright. You always can do this, and we need to take this as a lesson that it's not going to put us down that things aren't working. We have the opportunity to make them work for us. Yesterday, I prayed on my run. I literally thanked my gods and my spirit guides, and some days I cheer myself on aloud. Whatever I need, I bring it to my practice. So don't ever feel like you're losing yourself or your former rituals or your sense of being. It's always there. You just need to lean into the discomfort to see where you need to pivot or even take a deeper look. Bring an even deeper practice to your practice. 
I'm going to say that one more time. Bring an even deeper practice to your practice. You know exactly what you need. Dive into your authenticity. Your guiding inner voice is going to lead you. And if you don't know where to begin, surrender. Tap into faith. And I don't mean faith in a spiritual sense if that turns you off. I'm talking about faith as your connection to a deeper inner knowing and an inner guidance. Call it intuition, call it spirit, call it universe, call it God. Faith is what's going to lead the way. Faith is source and you are source. And connecting to that will open doors you couldn't see before. I just want to let you know that we've all been here before. Your pleasure has at one point become your pain and has again become pleasure. Just the same way our grief is cyclical, so is your pleasure and your practice. It's not going to show up the same way every single day. It just isn't. And so we have to be flexible around that. And we have to reclaim our energy. And we have to know that it's limitless. And that it's going to show up for us in different ways. And we can't be hard on ourselves for that. We have to respect how our energy and our pleasure is going to show up. Some days it's so messy and it's so sloppy and on the ground. And other days it feels like it's picture perfect. And that's just the way grief works. The emotions of this pandemic, everything is so normal. And I want you to know that you have every single tool within you to reclaim your energy and to reframe your pleasure practice. So with that said, you got this. You without a doubt got this. And you're exactly where you need to be. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. And I'll catch you next. Thank you for listening to the Bedside Podcast. If you liked this episode and want to follow along with similar stories and interviews, be sure to check out our Instagram at The Bedside and thebedside.co online. Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and of course, share with your friends. It's the best way you can support us and our good sex mission. Thank you for listening.